This is Coach Satake. Kalani, thank you. And um, you've sat with this for a bit. Um, how's it sitting with you now? Yeah, just uh, just feelings of missed opportunity. Yeah, and um, proud of the guys, uh, you, you know, but the, the um, man, just, just uh, looking at it, it, it was probably, you started feeling it when we were able to run the ball in the second half and, and it seemed like Aiden was just getting chunk yardage. Seems like we were starting to wear him down a little bit, but you have to give Oklahoma a lot of credit for them to, to be resilient and find a way to win, create some turnovers, and um, and uh, make us pay for the mistakes that we made. You know that, that was that was difficult. I felt like um, we weren't overwhelmed um, when you're looking at the type of talent that they have and the the team that 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 they are and that that, that, that they took it to to Texas. You know, and, and we weren't we weren't uh, overwhelmed with the talent or the physical part of the game. But I thought it was good battle back and forth but man just uh yeah i just i'm trying to i'm trying to be positive with it but at the same time like i'm just i'm kind of yeah man if we could have just done a few things differently i, I think we would have been in a much better position but uh that's why those guys are a good team that that's why they're ranked they find ways to win games like this and, and we we couldn't we couldn't do it and i that that's frustrating to me you can almost start and finish with uh, the minus three in the turnover margin. You guys, yeah. since you've been the coach, BYU's 0-7. When you get to a minus three, that's a tough one to overcome. Yeah, I think that's most coaches. If they, if they're, uh, and they probably don't, they probably lose more. Any team that probably goes 3-0, yeah, uh, probably lose them more than just the seven points. So I felt like the uh, <coughs> we had momentum. We were like starting to generate some really good momentum, and that that the thing that hurt the most was that interception that went back the other way. And you're on the two-yard line, and and um, instead of going up by seven, you go down by seven, which was really frustrating. And, and but the guys fought back from that, and then just a <clears throat> yeah, the, this untimely turnovers, man. And and really, I don't think it was anything that was that was um, what Oklahoma did. It was just the stuff we knew pressure was coming. That's why Jake rolled out of the pocket that way. And, and it's either it's either there or it's not. Throw it away, and we'll, we just punt and live live to play another another down you know that's just how it works but uh, i i believe our co our players and coaches are trying to make plays and i think jake is trying to do his best he's trying to make plays but he needs to understand that this is in in the realm of your responsibility your your job is only to do so much you can't do it all for for the team and all all in one play it doesn't work that way so kalani i Watching this run game, this is what I had expected all year long from Aiden Robbins and this BYU offensive line, 217 yards rushing and a touchdown on the ground. What what changed? Did, did Coach Funk change some things blocking scheme-wise? Was Aiden just more healthy? Help me understand why all of a sudden it blows up for 217 yards against Oklahoma. I think it's a it's a number of factors. I think there's a, a few things that uh, were were the reason, and and one would be maybe a simplified off uh, scheme where you don't have to have so much run, where our guys can play fast. Uh, probably another factor of it is having a quarterback that that is uh, available to run the ball and is a threat to run. He doesn't have to have the stats. He can just he can just start be a threat to run and even a threat to throw. And then um, just uh, having the backs that are healthy and can hit it downhill, that, that's 
uh, Aiden was able to do that now. And so, I mean, he, even when Keaton was playing earlier, he, he was able to pull the ball and get some touchdowns. That's why he's never had a rushing touchdown in his career until the first game that we played. And he didn't just have one. He started to have a number of touchdowns and even did it against good teams like Arkansas. And then when he got banged up, he stopped doing that. And so that, that's part of the reason why Jake um, played today over over Keaton is because Keaton's still not 100%, but I think he'll be closer to that next week. And um, as a quarterback here, you have to be a threat to, to run the ball. That's what we need, and you have to be athletic and find ways to create create plays on your legs. That that's what we we've had that with Zach. We had that with um, with Jaron, and when we expect our quarterbacks on, that, that are taking the snaps to be able to do that. Because Jake can run it, does he still make more sense for you in your next game, even if Keaton's a week better, like you expect him to be? I think that's where we have to make the decision on see how how it works with the, with those guys and how to compete. And and but but. There's a factor in, in we're taking care of the football as part of it, too. Yeah. You know, so um, uh, we, we've been able to win some games by taking care of the football, number one, and not giving up big plays or, or giving up points by turning over the football. And even the stat sheet didn't look, look right, um, but we were able to win games because we took care of the football. That, that's so important for us to take care of the football. Look what happened last week when we didn't, you know, and, and – the, the other side of that is, though, defensively, we've got to create some turnovers, too, man. Like we've Yeah, no takeaways in the yeah. last three games. And we've been so good at that, and, 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 and now it's like it's become a little bit more difficult. I don't know why, but other than uh, we've had opportunities to, to get to the – got to get to the quarterback. We've got to find a way to get to him and disrupt his timing, disrupt his throw so we can get some picks, and that's not, that's not happening. So it, it's, this is a, this is a, a um, three, three-phase problem where we need to be – be playing great in all three phases the goal was to play great not not to i know everyone wants to look at the result but our result the result was going to work out the way we wanted if, if all three phases played at the high level like we know they can and and not just one plays great and the rest are just kind of average we need them all above average and, and to great um the problem is that i think we did that except for taking care of the football and then so defensively, not taking, not taking the ball out. Not, not getting takeaways. That's right. All right, so it's an RPO on a first and goal from the two uh, when the run game got you to that spot. As you're on the headset there, you're hearing it. Or, or what did you think was going to happen there? Yeah, hand the ball off. So two things, hand the ball off or QB pull and run. You know, it, the, you don't throw the ball when they have coverage out there. You only throw it because I believe there are hitches out the, on the outside. You only throw if no one's there. And so... Um, for whatever reason, the ball was thrown and, and DB was out there, picked it and took off. And I, that's like, can't do that. And so it wasn't like that was a, that was the option. The option was not that first. That was the third option. The first option, run the, give the ball to the back. Second option, pull and run it yourself. Third option is throw the ball, and we we skipped the first two. So, there were a lot of good defensive moments in this game Kalani when they had that freshman quarterback come in and you're getting in the middle part of the third and into the fourth quarter and they start running is that defense kind of getting exhausted at that point because they you guys had jammed up the run the first half and into parts of the third quarter but then they got their run game going kind of walk us through defensively what was happening in that moment yeah, I'd be worried if if we didn't have bodies in the right spot. We just started missing tackles, and so um, when guys are leaving their feet, you just can't you can't tackle good backs and and and, and QBs that can run the ball by thinking that you're just going to throw your body and they're going to fall down off the impact. 
So um, maybe we got gas a little bit, but maybe we need to keep guys fresh. But also they've got to be able to respond better. I mean, I, I really don't care if we turn the ball over and put it on the one-yard line. You, we, we expect them to get a stop. Uh, I know Jay does, and I do too. So, so the fact that we weren't able to get um, enough stops to give our, our team a chance, um, you know, I, I think a lot of that has to do with we, we were able to force field goal, they missed, um, force another field goal they made. I mean, that's a that's what we expect them. We just can't give up touchdowns, and it seems like they get the third down was killing me. You know, that's the same mm -hmm. same nemesis that we've had all year long, and and it seems like. I don't know if their touchdown was on third. It just seems like every play that they made was on third down, and uh, we've got to figure that out. But a lot of that has we got to get to the QB, man. A lot of it was drop back passes, and uh, it wasn't like we just rushed three every time. But there's there's sometimes we brought some pressure, and we had guys running into each other, and not getting after the QB. So that's that's a problem. As you were looking at clock at the end of the game, uh, you're. You weren't going to get the ball back. I think you thought you called a timeout with the clock stopped at the end there. It was going to end the way you saw it, whether you called. Because they, they said clock will start on the ready, right? Yeah. And then, the, well, yeah, the clock, because he was down and he was in bounds and they got a first down, they, there was going to be a 40-second clock. It was going to start anyways. We had one timeout. I mean, they, the, the, you do the math, and it's, it's kind of like that's why they, on that one, they kind of like, drug out the play a little bit and lost more yards yeah. just to solidify making sure that confirm that they can run the clock out it was a good job by them i mean i know that what they're trying to do and i think our guys are trying to get it to be sped up a little bit but um yeah it was just it was just a tough tough outcome uh, to be in that position especially when they had third down and, and but you have to give them credit they converted you know i, yeah. I thought maybe they're going to try to run the ball and make us take our last time out um, but they threw the ball, went for, went for the win, and they, they made it work. Well, what was the review that they were after? Were they trying to see if it was complete or if the knee was down, if he was short? What was that long review? Yeah, they, they looked at it first, and they said that it was a completion. Then we were, com we were complaining about it because we said it looked like it was a fumble. And I think it was really close. And I, I hate that the guy got hurt, but I'm glad he's okay and that he was able to walk off. But um, that, that was the, the hard part part that they were looking at just seeing because the ball did come out but it came out when his knee was already down so it maybe if his knee would have been up a little bit more and i mean if they they wanted to look at it again i wanted to look at it again just to make sure and, and they were right they got it right we'll take a break we'll come back and have some closing comments with the coach kalani sitake on the byu creamery cougar postgame coaches show from lavelle edwards stadium on the new skin byu sports network Listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 31-24, your final score, OU over BYU. Kalani Sutake with us, BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Kalani, the, the, the margin makes it obvious, but this wasn't the last three weeks. This was different than you had seen from your guys. Is that part encouraging to you? Yeah, yeah, and, and I think when you're creating positive yards and you're getting some um some good physical play from guys and we're not giving up just big plays on on defense and then special teams we're not giving up big plays we're actually doing some good sound coverage and um getting some returns ourselves and then offensively just generating some positive yards that, that's a really good thing especially in the run game we need been needing to see that all year long that was a really positive thing right but the 
it, it just you just keep looking at the missed opportunities. Right now, I'm feeling like that. Like, dang it, it was a missed opportunity. But we're gonna have to pick ourselves up and find a way to go get ready for the next one and get the next game. That that's gonna be the key for us. It's so important for us to get that game because you know it, it extends the season for us and we can we can get some more development. We get more guys. Uh, opportunities teach our guys teach our system and, and, and away we go a few weeks ago you had to win one of five games now you've got to win one of one it's all out there for you osu in stillwater next week and they're starting the second quarter in houston and the cougs those cougs lead uh, the cowboys 14 to 3 yeah and it, it's it's uh it's do or die time so you you want the season to go longer you, this is it it's a one game season now for us and uh, I don't mind the pressure, you know, for our guys. Uh, I, think, I think they'll respond the right way. There's a huge sense of urgency. These guys are such great young men. Uh, I love that they're willing to work and they, that they can, they can avoid the outside noise and, and just focus on what we're trying to get done. They've been so obedient and, and to the things that we're asking them to do. And, and in the face of adversity, we've learned quite a bit. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this team responds next week against Oklahoma State. Ethan Slade leaves the field, but... Talon Alfrey is out there. Talon left for a minute. He came back. Talon lead, uh, led this game in tackles. I'm just curious just from what observations you were able to make of Talon's game, having him in practice and having him on the field, how much has that helped or, or otherwise at the safety position? Oh, it's been huge. I mean, he, he, was, a, he was a starter for us preseason pre and out of camp, and he got hurt the, the week before the game. And He's been out of it for the last 10 games, and so now allowed to come back for this game. You know he wants to win this next one so he can have more playing time, and it was just good to have him out there. It's good to have our guys that are back. It's good to see Darius Lasser on the field. It's good to see all our receivers finally be available uh, for the first time in, in the season in game 11, you know. So we'll, we'll be a lot better when our, our players are available, but I've been really pleased with the guys that have been able to step in and make some plays, and and uh, I think those are such a valuable experience for these young men. And it's going to pay off pay off huge for us in the future. And, and the future is even just next week. Kalani, I, I really feels like from where I watched the game and analyzing it, it felt like both sides, both the D tackles, D ends, and then the, the offensive line, it felt like they were getting the job done against Oklahoma in the trench. Did you feel like you were having success with the big boys in the middle? I do. I felt like I, I wish we could have done it more at the end with uh, with the defense and get get the ball back. But um, but I think they did their job, which is which is make the quarterback throw the ball. I also wish we'd have got more more pressure on the quarterback and and made made uh, possibly create some turnovers for us. But uh, I don't think o Oklahoma didn't do anything that was too difficult. They kept things pretty simple for the quarterbacks. Didn't want to put their their team in, at risk and. Um, you have to give them a lot of credit, man. A well-coached team with such great athletes that are, that are poised and, and, and know how to make plays. A great football IQ. Uh, we, we, just, we, got, we got some ways to go, but I love the improvement that we've made from last week to this week. And um, if we can keep building off this momentum, you know, these guys are down. I know we're all down right now about the loss, but we're going to have to pick our, our chins up and we have to go get back to work, man. That, that's, we have no choice but to do that. And, and what a great time for Thanksgiving to come around next week where you can have such an attitude of, of appreciation and gratitude for what these what you have, and then you still have an opportunity to extend the season with one game. So a lot, a lot of things for, for us to play for in a really good spot. And, and this is this – is I'm trying to be as optimistic as, po as possible when you're looking at the missed opportunity, but you have to look at, at the opportunities that are coming up next. 
Let's close with our economics partners' valuable stat of the game. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. If you need a valuation for your business, go to econpartners.com. Going to go to BYU on conversion downs today. Uh, 5 of 14 on third, but 3 of 3 on fourth. So on your conversion downs, you were 47% today, keeping drives alive, and, and that's an improvement over where you've been uh, for this season. Yeah, I'd like to get more third down conversions and not have to depend on the fourth down, but uh, I'm okay with you, you know me. I'm going to, I'm gonna if I feel like it's going to work, I'm going to do it. And, and it, it's good to be, when you when your gut tells you to do it, to be um, to have the support of three for three. So that, that was nice. I just, uh, the five for 14, we, we, we can improve on that. And then trying to get third and more manageable would be really nice too. I felt like we just had some really bad drive killers and, and lost yardage whether whether it's false starts or or the um the the you know the, the broken play that went that lost us yards the lateral that lost us yards yeah. the other throwback that lost us yards and it's like we, we don't have to keep doing things like that i think um maybe we don't have to be so cute and just we're, the 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 basic stuff was working and uh, that that's uh that that's the goal so it's just, just when it works keep it going you don't have to overthink it sometimes any early scouting on Oklahoma State kind of things you might project what you're looking for? Well, they have one of the best running backs in the country, you know. And, and Ollie so, Gordon. Yeah, and, so, and, and a physical line. Um, obviously, it's going to be their, their senior game, so they're going to want to, you know, win for their seniors, and we're going to try to find a way to go break it up. I mean, uh, Coach Gundy does an amazing job preparing his team. He's, he's, a, he's one of the longer-tenured um, coaches in college football and definitely in the, in the conference, and so it's, it's not going to be an easy task, but uh, it's very doable for our, or our guys, and especially if we come and play assignment sound football. What I do like, Hans and Greg, is that um, for the most part, we played really, really assignment sound football. It wasn't like things were broken down, and the things that were broken down were technique. We were we lost coverage, or they made a double move, and, and we we were a little bit behind on it and on defense and made, maybe missed a few tackles, but... Uh, not a lot of broken plays from from the from the defense and offense. Not a lot of broken plays in terms of assignment sound and the blocking scheme and stuff like that. And so if we can get bodies on bodies, and you have backs that can hit hit the hole and really big, like we do with Aiden and LJ, then you should have some success. And I'm hoping we can get that going on next week. By the way, OSU scores a touchdown, misses the PAT, so 14-9. Houston leading Oklahoma State, 12-14 to go in the second, and BYU closes things out in Stillwater next Saturday. Time to be determined. Today's time was 10.07 a.m., and BYU brought 60,000 fans into the building for a morning kick. A lot of Oklahoma fans wanted to come out here, and and they were in the in the stadium, and their Sooner Red, it was a... Not the day at all we wanted it. To, to, it didn't end the way we wanted it to, but it was a fun day of football for your senior day, 2023. It was a really good day. I mean, just in terms of we get to play football, our fans are awesome, as they always are, and I was so glad that we were able to use them and create some energy and some, some uh, you know, some momentum. Uh, just disappointed that we weren't able to take advantage of it completely and get the win and have them storm the field. That, uh, that's what we were, were picturing. We were kind of visioning, having visions of that happening. And uh, a lot of that got shut down with the turnovers. And, and uh, we have to be really smart with it, taking care of the football from now on. Did you like that morning kick, though? I actually didn't mind it at all, man. It just reminded me of getting up for early morning seminary those days. You know what I mean? So <laughs> these guys are used to doing it. Our guys are used to getting up early in the morning. So am I. So it's not, a, not that big of a deal. I think... 
I think the fans were the ones. I, it seemed like they were they were fine. They made a lot of noise in the morning, so maybe maybe we're a morning team. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what we get next week in yeah. Stillwater. Kalani, thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. Love you guys. Thank you. Right, Appreciate thank it. You, Go Kooks. All right.